What's the biggest compliment anybody can give you about your work? Mm. Um, <laughs> is uh, giving giving me access to their land. <laughs> I think that's it. So if they've seen your work and they go, come get some plants. Yes, yes, that's it. Okay, that's it. And yeah, yeah, it's it's not through sales or anything. It's just yeah, or it's it's through access to plants. That's it. That's <laughs> simple. We'll try and organise that for you. I had the privilege of interviewing Nick Bladen. The words of Caldwell Modern Art Gallery says he is a Cape Town sculptor and jewellery designer. He began merging his knowledge of dental technology and bronze casting to create a unique way of preserving plants. Today, his designs are worn by celebrities and his beautifully detailed floral sculptures have been exhibited all over the world. I bumped into Nick's work a few years ago in a gallery on the local grounds in Kumiki. But his work, as mentioned, has been displayed all over the world. So how funny, and as it would happen, that he works from a studio across the parking lot of the Yacht Club, where we're currently based. So I popped by for an interview. He flung open the windows of the upstairs studio and pulled up a chair across the wooden floor, and we started chatting. Well, I, I specialize in... Okay, I, I work within the sculpture realm and um, I, I specialize in casting plant matter um, in, in the sense that I, I take plant mat, plants and um, through a process I recreate the shape of plants very accurately to the original in bronze and silver. Um, it's a... It's a, it's a very sort of widely used um, set of tools that I use, but, but I've, I've sort of honed them in to assist me to, to help with very, very delicate casting. Um, uh, probably to, to sort of make it more understandable is to, um, to refer to the last wax casting process. It's where, um, you know, an artist or... Or create, or anyone who works with wax will create a shape out of wax through by cast, uh, by by um, carving it, for instance, and then making a plaster mold around the around the wax, and um, and then baking that plaster mold with the wax piece inside it um, until the wax melts away, and. Um, metal is then poured into that cavity where the wax was and that is how it's referred to the lost wax casting process um, I do the same with plants tell us how you got here what's the journey what's your journey to what you're doing today um, it's uh, I've, I've thought of it more extensively because it, it you know there's, there's a lot of chance in it there's um, there's a, a birthright in it in a way on my my mom's side of the family, um, everybody, well, the maternal side of her family, um, were were somehow they 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 worked with wax. My aunt, for instance, has a very large candle factory, 
um, which started off as a hobby in a, in, a, in a back room in her house and which you know now currently employs 150 people um, making candles um, and also there's a there's a ceramic sort of division to that to that candle factory which makes which bakes ceramics so that's where there's a kiln element in there and and uh, on my dad's side um, my my father had a had a stone carving business so so they would go out into nature well obviously to quarries specific stone quarries which you know were obtained through sort of very archaic means um, they would take the stone back to the factory and there were carvers and these guys would carve lions and buffaloes and elephants and frogs and owls and whatever um, out of the stone and sell it to the tourist trade Ooh. and um, so so then along came me and my brother and both of us became dental technicians which meant that we would with wax carve teeth which we would then the only thing you can do with it is to cast it into gold which will become a gold crown mm-hmm. and we developed and you know made porcelain crowns and metal substructures for crowns and bridge we were both dental technicians um, and we we had an epiphany one day that we are carving wax and the only thing to do with wax is to cast it into metal and so we were a perfect hybrid of the two families. Um, long story, but that's how it all happened. Out of interest, is your brother still a dental technician? No, a he's a sculptor. Like we we oh. both left dentistry at the, at same, the same time. time. Same time. We we shared a workshop for for a mighty long time. And I, th- I think when when our work became too entrenched and involved with each other, we actually split up. And do you think it was a good split? It was a very good split. Um, my father and his brother shared their company until they parted on bad terms. Okay. And we saw this coming from a mile away. Well, from probably from 15 years away. I think if we stuck it out for another 15 years, we would have murdered each other. So. <laughs> Did you then collaborate with your brother or were you kind of on separate journeys but sharing space? Um, I can elaborate (laughs) and and say that um, when we we both left dentistry, we left on different terms. Um, I I was definitely more more interested in the the casting of metal, more the technical side of things. Uh, My brother, as as of, you know, as, you know, since he was seven years old, he's been sculpting. You, you know, and more actively involved in the creation side of, of things in my dad's factory. Um, he's a very, he's an avid fly fisherman. He's fly fished all over the world. And, and he's, he's always created fish. Fish and, you know, branching out to other sort of animals and birds and especially birds. When we made the decision to leave dentistry, he was going to sculpt. And I was going to be the sort of technical person behind everything. And um, 
and 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 through being the technical person and you know doing an apprenticeship in a bronze foundry and learning how to cast bronze and um, we I sort of discovered or not discovered I, I I had a pang to cast fine things as we would in a dental laboratory like the smaller miniature sort of was more my angle my brother was making bigger and bigger and bigger fish the work involved with that was getting heavier and heavier and and there was a point where I just said ah, I'm gonna focus on creating small things and 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 it was a complete different set of tools um, I go out into nature well, I try to get into nature more but um, you know I'll go out and find plant matter but as soon as I extract plant matter from the ground I have to work with it immediately mm -hmm. keep it fresh as possible and process it on the spot okay. um, so 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 we you know in terms of what my what my dad did when collecting stone from quarries taking it to the factory turning it into 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 stone carvings sellable packaged dum -de -dum -dum. my brother does the same with his fish collecting data processing it, sculpting it, cast uh, bronze, and I do the same with plants. So it's, yeah, by process, it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just... And is it just the two of you, two siblings, or are there more? We have a sister. <laughs> what does she do? <laughs> she, um, she for, for years, she's in the sort of hospitality industry. Um, she did have a long stint within the... The candle making business, mm -hmm. you know, as I said, the matriarchs and the the, the females in the family, <laughs> and um, yeah, so so she's very very creative, and um, yeah, she's she's on her own journey. Great. Yeah. Uh, so you're working with plants, um, but quite closely with organizations. Um, just tell us a little bit about that. It's not you and the plants, it's you, the plants and other people. Yes, well, yes, um, that's, that, that is, I, th I think we've dialed, if I can use that term, the, the casting process. Obtaining plant matter um, is, the, is probably the most challenging part of this process. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I get my plant matter from from nurseries mainly, um, and then and then I, I have had to nurture relationships um, with with landowners, private landowners, who've given me written permission to harvest from their land. Um, I also work with organisations like um, um, Sandby or Kirstenbosch specifically, and they have a mandate to supply botanical artists with plant matter. Um, it's, it's a challenged mandate. So one half of Sanby is for it, the other half against it. But thus far we, we've been lucky. And, and, um, and, and I've also made contact with Cape Nature um, as you know the, the wildest and the most interesting things all occur on uh, pieces of land under their umbrella structure. Um, you know, the, you, you, one can, um, you know, contact private landowners who fall under Cape Nature. But but I thought to 
to deal with Cape Nature directly is probably the way forward. Like to to have a long term relationship with them, to to sort of you know have them know what I'm doing, um, to actually make it easier for me to collect plant matter from the wild, but under their well, with their blessing. Everything boils down to relationships. Now we've got to start at the bottom again and, and, and sort of show them that there is merit in capturing the shape of plant matter, especially of plants that are disappearing from earth and, um, and highlighting it maybe within a, in an exhibition context and, and possibly through through sales of pieces that you know one can make a sort of financial contribution towards uh, a, a affiliate of Cape Nature such as Table Mountain Fund to you know sort of promote you know conservancy in within the Table Mountain sort of structure that's one place where you can where it can have an eventual benefit but it's about relationships I'm gonna step back one step mm-hmm. and say so for for me it was it was more about casting it was about casting and and I became I'm probably allowed to say I became good at casting flowers and 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 I I had a passion for casting really really thin thin metal like flower petals and and I think um Auspiciously could be the word. Auspiciously, I, I, I lived in Kalk Bay, and um, and there was a beautiful mountain walk just above called Kalk Bay, leading into Echo Valley, which I started frequenting more and more more often, and 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 I would occasionally sort of you know just take tiny cuttings of of things growing in the footpaths like I was very sensitive to you know sort of not being named a poacher or <laughs> this I would, I would like literally take uh, a used yogurt bucket with me and and sort of put 10 cuttings in there and rush back to the studio and cast it and through gathering like boxes and boxes full of castings I I, I had to do something with them obviously I, I sort of turned these pieces of fanboss into jewellery you know fortuitously there was a goldsmith down the road from me um, Rikus Wistazen who taught me to make, how to make you know earring hooks or shepherd's hooks and, and pendants and, and wire and so these, these castings became pieces of jewellery but I also had to know what I was selling I had to put a name on these pieces of jewellery I was selling and therefore I had to learn about botanical Latin. You know, so so I got to got to learn what was what was growing in our backyard. That was probably the key to to finding out more about Latin and about more about what I'm casting and and what worked and um, and sort of um, chasing specific families of plants because they were more castable than others and avoiding other families um, which I still struggle with 
but which I still try and and um, yeah so so it was like a really it was a, a botanical journey and it still is um, the real aim is to document botany uh, document plant species in the medium of 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 bronze and that's 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 why it is important to deal with bodies like Cape Nature and Kirsten Bosch to get permission to to harvest more freely and to to explore landscapes uh, or to work with botanists who can guide me to where specific things that they might deem important to cast or to showcase as bronze sculptures to the public to you know they can guide me to places to go and harvest these pieces and um, which further led me to building a a mobile foundry which I hook onto the back of my car and I can drive into a landscape and process plants right there before they wilt um, it's and, and this allows me to sort of do more immediate work on, you know, in landscapes further afield than the sort of Hicks River Mountains. Um, you know, we can actually go and um, uh, set up camp in the Drakensberg, for instance, and collect all the orchid species in the Drakensberg or, or the, uh, I don't know, we can work in the Richtersfeld or go and collect other protea species in Rwanda. Um, yeah, we can we can basically go anywhere and do exactly exactly that to like collect plants and document them. What would you love to see in Kirstenbosch? <laughs> okay, so so uh, what would I love to see in Kirstenbosch? I would love to see a a museum of plants of bronze plants in in Kirstenbosch. Uh, bronze is probably of all the materials uh, probably the most the enduring material that will never ever uh, perish marble marble as we can see all over Europe is sort of you know it's sort of withering away basically um, with with all the you know sort of city fumes and, and things Toxic are really really toxicity, toxicity. <laughs> um, things are really sort of melting away bronze will always be there and um, if there's one thing that that I would love to leave behind um, it will be a, a museum of of plants in bronze um, and especially of, of red listed plants um, um, or you know medicinal plants you can have different wings in a museum you can have uh, you know you can have a just, you know you can just start using your imagination mm. and and it could be a a museum or, or a division of plants that shaped humanity basically you can have lots um, of themes yeah, lots yeah there of are lots of themes within themes within themes yeah. and lots of crossover species everywhere um, would you would you say you've got a soft spot for fanbos and cape like all the cape plants 
Or would you go wider and go, it's still about the casting and the challenge of casting? Um, Feinbos doesn't get its name from nowhere. <laughs> it's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> it's uh, Quite often it's a bit too fain for me. Um, now there's some very, very difficult families to work with, but we try and we try and try again and endure eventually or, or we just leave it. Um, and it's yes, but but I definitely have a soft spot for Feinbos. I mean, it's 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 Feinbos that sort of opened my eyes to to botany. Having found this, I don't know. I, I, I struggle with the word art, but I'm going to just for practical purposes call it that. You know, having found this art to change plant matter into into bronze um, and and specifically finding that within the Feinbos biome um, I think was you know they were have access to the immense biodiversity that Feinbos presents and to showcase that as bronze as you know they they those are all elements that put me in the right place and and elements that that made the you know for for me like the the um the fact that I'm doing what I'm doing in the world's richest botanical uh, hotspot uh, yeah it's, it's I, I don't know it's 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 a, that that question of uh is, was it was it, it? It was definitely for me. It was meant to be. Uh, it, was it coincidence? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't believe in coincidence. It's the right place at the right time. Yes, yes, yes. All those cliches, but they do. But apply. it is, yeah. They do. And yeah. I think it's also learning to trust that and be okay and go. Yeah. I kind of want to do it. Like things are lining up, and then just going. Do you think yeah. that kind of keeps you? Passionate, because obviously the the struggle is also very much part of the journey as well. So if yeah. you don't have that initial gut that goes, "Yay, I'm like, this is cool, like I've got to do it." Yes, there's there's lot, lots of luck involved in it and lots of hard work involved in it. But but I, I think I. You know, I, I also I'm probably naturally a person who struggles with things, and so so I you know yeah yeah all these amazing things, but I have to find the hardship in it also, <laughs> which is which you know which is okay. I've you know it's as you say you've sort of have to accept a lot of things. It's like uh, and hell yeah I'm here in Feinbos heaven and I cast plants and I've got. A thousand five hundred species, thirty meters away from my back door. Um, it should be easy, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is easy, and it's yeah. and it's amazing, and it's and it's and it was just yeah, it's got to be, it's supposed to be. And you mentioned um, that when you started doing this, you realized nobody else is doing it. Nobody else is casting, or was it the way you cast, or what? <sighs> yeah, you know, obviously. If, Finding, you know, or discovering this on my own accord. Like I, I wasn't, I wasn't, um, I wasn't influenced by anybody. 
you know, in, in finding this. I just I just carried on and, you know, borrowed, begged and stole equipment to until you know, and 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 and, and it's it's I was just compelled to, to do this. And 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 eventually Oh, when I joined the, um, how can you put it, the, the electronic age, I learned how to work on a computer and, ooh, the, you know, I learned about the internet and maybe someone else does this and, and, uh, and, and like searching keywords and keywords and, oh, botanical sculpture, plants in bronze, oh, da, da, nothing, nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. What does your perfect day look like? Perfect day. Okay. Um, waking up with bird song. Yes. Um, not rushing. Spending time with the kids. And then going to this pristine landscape and walking and sitting and listening to the landscape and then getting up and walking in a direction which feels right and then and then probably bumping into this plant it's gonna sound strange but probably bumping into this plant who's who actually called me in that direction and saying yeah it's me you gotta take me because I do kill them and and then and the then, suicidal plant. You're searching for the suicidal, suicidal plant. plant. <laughs> I'm sorry, it sounds so bad, but but that's it. That's the truth of it. Um, and and then taking that plant and processing it, you know, finding it by lunchtime, and then having lunch with a family after lunch, going back to the studio, which is you know, a few hundred meters away from the, from where we had lunch and, and then processing it and making their molds and, and then going for a swim in a pool, going back to the studio, turn on the kiln and, and go home, knowing that tomorrow we're going to cast this plant that summoned me to come and fetch it and, and and knowing that it was done in an inspired fashion and and the castings will work out perfectly the next day and and then just repeating that process until all 20,000 plants in South Africa have been documented. Sounds like a, a, a perfect day. <laughs> 20,000 perfect days. <laughs> You could choose a song to be your life soundtrack. And if that's difficult, just a genre. Ooh. What type of music do you listen to? Ooh. Do you listen I'm, to I'm, music? I do, I do. I'm, I'm really, I, I'd like to say I'm studying Nick Cave. Yeah, I've, I've been listening and to Nick Cave <laughs> for, for, for years, but I've never listened to it. And that's that's what gets me going. But as a road tripping song, I think road tripping by the Red Hot Chili Peppers always puts me in a very sublime want to get in the car with 
surf boards on the roof and I go hit the west coast that's like a like a, a real song if you ask one song that stands out that's it um, but others yeah the cave and the bad seeds any recommendations of either artists or books that you're currently reading mm. or other art that inspires you and you want to recommend music art books okay music um local music i must say i probably have my head in the sand a little bit um books wow jane supplies me with books and i gobble them up um <laughs> i've been given last birthday three books um of such divergent genres that you know I, 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 there's no correlation between any of them um but they they were all for different parts of our relationship, so it was okay. that was nice. Um, Trevor Noah stood out. Um, his his sort of biography, autobiography, um, and then artists. Uh, the one artist standing out for me is um, he's actually a photographer, but working with ceramics at the moment is Peter John Fremantle. And he's just come up with, like, just an amazing idea. You know, um, Peter John Fremantle, that's all I can say. Okay, I'll have a look. I'm intrigued. You've got my, you've got my interest. Beer or wine? Both at the right time. Pizza or burger? Pizza. Okay. <laughs> sunset or sunrise? Sunset. Do you want to elaborate? Uh, I'm not, I'm, only when I'm really driven will I wake up early enough. Um, you know. <laughs> A bird song and sunset, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> makes sense. Leave it at that. Is there talent or skill or just something that people don't know about you? Hidden talent, Ooh. maybe? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with making egg dishes. I can make a mean omelette. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. For breakfast, right? Because you got up early. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. It was really a, a great privilege to chat to you and to get to know you a little bit better. Um, if people want to follow you or see more of your work or buy some of your work or put a good word in for you to get hold of plants, how mm. do they get hold of you? Sure. Um, I've got a website. It's nickbladen.com, Nick with R to K, um, and and otherwise gallery or yeah, website gallery. I guess well, they can use um, the internet to get all of <laughs> search keywords, right? <laughs> that was Nick Bladen. His studio is in Simonstown. It's a little bit hidden, but you can definitely find it on Google. The space has a small tea garden open on weekends where you can feel free to browse through some of his work. You can also find more about him on nickbladen.com. 
although there are some traces of him on social media, you have better luck bumping into him in the field. I'm Nichelle, and this is the Wee Cred Podcast. Thank you for listening.